If you're a woman who likes trashy television, you are most definitely a trashy woman. Settle down, settle down, everyone. Mike, that was just like a terrible thing to say. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. 1991. Also, if you're a woman that enjoys tattoos, you have ruined your body with every ounce of ink put on your body. You're disgusting. It doesn't matter whether you're a fat load or whether you're thin and healthy looking. Uh, And damn right I said healthy looking. Um, But Mike. (coughs) No, gross. Ugh worthless Ugh. Well, no. trashy tell watching real housewives of atlanta what while if they thinking just about think it's funny tattooed you know? what, if, what if they just want some humor what if that's their their way of laughing well then they they have like a low class sense of humor and you don't want to date a dumb bitch much less marry one so ugh. all right well yeah well, I, I don't really care who that pisses off it's true if you're upset about it it's likely because you probably knew the actual evidence of what i just said the whole time and it's stinging you to hear the reality sink in from a stranger ladies um, and gentlemen welcome, welcome to, to 1990, 1990 what? what i am your host michael joseph I across from host, me is my adam more tolerant michael? host adam michael adam michael thank you adam um it's good i to be I, here I, with you tonight mike it's really really good to be with you adam it really is um it's for been a while month. since we recorded. Uh, of course, it's it's yeah. gonna be that way for a while. Mm-hmm. I think sporadic, and we'll do it when we can. But like, yeah, you know, I mean, uh, you know, the, the the flu season a little bit, a little bit stronger this year than the normal. Just a little bit though, um, mm. and um, you know, causing a little bit of mishaps here and there uh, around the world, economically, uh, sociologically. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, fellas, uh, watch out who you take home. And, All right, I'm, uh, enough of that. Ladies, en- watch out that. who you come in close proximity with, and uh, that goes for everybody, not not just ladies, not just gentlemen. Yes, no, no, ladies. Um, uh, here, you know what? I will say this too, ladies. Don't sell yourselves short. Um, you know, don't don't do that. You you you're you're very. Um, w- women are incredibly important. They've been important throughout the since the dawn of time they're the gatekeepers of life itself um and that's uh probably one of the most incredible things about uh living on this planet it's amazing and uh, uh women have the honor of uh having that and um i'm not going to pretend i know anything about it except i have good, you know good. just appreciation that's, for that's it. good news good to hear yeah no why would i you know speak about that oh. uh, but yeah anyway <clears throat> Cool. So, um, how are you doing, Mike? Dude, I'm doing really well. I'm doing really, really well. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Uh, How's your I've been family? A, I've been alone. Yes, you, know. you have. You have. How has that been? Why are you alone? My family is on a vacation without me, and uh, they went to see family in Utah. Beautiful state. Beautiful. I'll be flying up tomorrow after two weeks apart, um, driving down 
back to Texas with them. That sounds lovely, Adam. Lovely. Yeah, it's been a it's been a long time. Yeah, uh, yeah. been lonely and. Well, you came to visit me at my place of work last night. That was very nice. Yeah, I, I was really happy you you uh, you and Jake came. That's awesome. Very good pizza at Grimaldi's. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's and it's really good. It's shit. Wood fired and it's you know just just that Neapolitan style kind of. Yeah, man, it's good. Excellent pizza. I, I never get tired of it. I eat it all the time. It's really good. You were very busy. You were you yeah. were running around that restaurant like yeah. a madman. Yeah, well, man. it was like just me and um, the bartender, and so we pretty much have the whole so pe- that's the thing like people could just come in table after table after table it really doesn't matter i have to take care of all of them yeah so the bar yeah, i guess it was kind of a uh, pointless when i asked the guy who sat us if if we could be sat in your section yeah he's no like, th- yeah f- like, that's uh, frank we'll make sure he picks you up <laughs> oh yeah frank he um yeah he uh he's awesome <laughs> he yeah he came and told me he's like Hey, uh, they requested you. It's uh, I can't do his accent very well. Is it? Did you hear him? <laughs> like when he's probably like his Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York accent. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah. But. And he uh, so he came up and said, "Hey, I got some guys that re- uh, requested you," and uh, and I was like, "Oh well, I mean, I'll take them. An- anybody could have done that, <laughs> and that someone could have been like, I specifically do not want him, and he would have had to be like." Well, uh, it's, well, it's just him. It's it's there, him. You're not really you gonna him. get anyone else. That's, you don't want to get out of here. Yeah, no, it was crazy, dude. Like it, it was very busy. Yeah. Um, but you did a good job, and uh, I think was, I did a fun. good job. I'm nice pretty. Time. I'm short with people. I don't really give them time to. Like people say, hey, do you have pasta? I just say no and walk away. Uh, can I get? Could I get some spaghetti? <laughs> fucking spaghetti? How about some pizza? At, at a pizzeria. Risotto? But no, you can't. No. They don't have it, and they don't care. No, we don't do that shit. Jake and I were saying that, uh, have you ever heard of Dirty Dick's Last Resort? Yeah, yeah. That's a, yeah. We were saying you should try and uh, be a server there. Oh, yeah, I'd be I'd be perfect. You, you know, like, th- they will throw the straws at you. Yes, yeah, so if you don't know, if you're unaware, this is a restaurant where the server's... Uh, say what they want they don't they don't filter themselves and uh they insult you and it's part of the experience I, i've never been there but jake has yeah um i, I would really i i would like to work there um i mean i treat it like that anyway um but i mean like no i i i, I will give the the guests you know a great experience but i mean come on you know you're sitting there and there's like 10 tables and i'm the only server and, and you don't know what you want dude i'm walking away I'm fucking walking away. I do not. I don't have time for that shit. Sometimes like complicated you just don't ask know. questions. No, no, that's Sometimes fine. Sometimes you don't. That, that's fine. But you cannot know. Sometimes you need to talk with your server. Absolutely not. No. Yeah. It's, it's pizza and salad. What no, the fuck no. one do you Sometimes want? Sometimes you need some info from the server. Shit, no. About specific shit, things. Shit, no. no. A little input helps you decide. No. Yeah. No. Do you like white sauce or red sauce? Both. Okay, what's well, your you, red you sauce like? Because there's lots of different kinds. Oh my what's god, it's tomato sauce, smushed up tomatoes. Come on, give me more than that. How garlicky is it? How sweet is it? That is oregano. Oregano. You know what? You want oregano? I'll give it to you on the side. I give you a thing of oregano on the side. Uh, is there oregano in the you sauce? Want, you, or not? Uh, I don't not, really not like not oregano. I'm, you want a, you want a side of sugar? Do you want a side of sugar and garlic powder and salt? 
And you know what? You can make your own. What 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 red sauce do you want? I'll give you the ingredients, and you come up. It needs to be garlicky. Cool. You get come a side on. of garlic. But, I mean, you can't put it in the sauce. Yes, you well, can. What kind no, of place no, is this? I no. thought you were associated with Brooklyn Pizza. Do you think that they have patience in New York? They better make a good sauce. They, dude, if you don't like this, they will throw your ass out on the street if you do not like it. Man, we should have fought with Hewar yesterday. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, man. Oh, we should have challenged no, you, you on you, everything. You can't. You. No. I. Yeah. No. No, don't walk away from my table. <laughs> don't walk away from my table. Get back here. You'd have had to yell and keep yelling. <laughs> and everybody in the restaurant would have watched me walk away from a yelling customer. You hear it coming out of me? You hear it now? What do yeah. you think? What do you think? You're getting on a New York here on me or something? You know, you can, you can forget Is that about supposed it. to intimidate me? You can forget about that shit. Right now. Forget about it. Forget about it. Well, Mike, it was a yeah. it was a really good time, dude. Yeah, no, I'm, everybody I'm really should go check it out. I'm really glad you guys came. If in. you're that friends with cool. Mike, go to his restaurant. He'll serve you, and uh, I will. I have and, to. Yeah, <laughs> it's my job. It's just him. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm like the only one there. There wasn't even a host or a hostess. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, we we stood there for a few seconds and knew somebody would come by eventually. But it's a good time. Good time. Yeah, man. Uh, we also grilled burgers last weekend. Oh yeah, you know what? I just had the uh, the last burger that we that we made for oh, dinner tonight. Those were good. Adam Adam grilled them, ladies and gentlemen. Adam is a swell grillman. Oh, uh, fantastic, fantastic burgers. Uh, I brought um, some Lay's chips. Actually, Grimaldi's now has a um, a flavor chip. Lay's put out a. They um, should sponsor. Like they, SodaStream they, does. They, yeah. So, oh, um, <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, um, if you're having problems in your life, if you're a trashy woman watching too much trashy TV, you can't find a quality man because it's your own goddamn fault. Mm. Do yourself a favor. Get yourself a SodaStream. You might find your luck change overnight. SodaStream, the only water that matters, the only water that actually quenches, quen- fuck, quenches your thirst. Okay. Now you messed up there toward the end. You got to start that ad read over. Okay. <sighs> Um, no, I'm just kidding. It, we'll, we'll we'll fix it in post. No, nah, they're gonna pay us anyway. Yeah. Um. So speaking of uh, burgers, and Sunday. Oh yeah. yeah we yeah. also watched a little movie on Sunday. We did, ladies and gentlemen. So we would like to bring to you an episode dedicated to a fantastic teen movie from 1995, 1995. starring George C. Scott. Um. Shit, who else is in it? Fuck. Uh the the redhead kid from uh from October Sky. His oh, name and, is and Chris and Owen, I believe. And American Pie. He was the Shermanator. Um Ariana Richards, who is on uh Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. She plays uh, Lex. Lex. Yeah. Um what's the kid? What's the kid's name? The Charlie Talbert. Charlie Angus, Talbert. The titular character. Angus is the name of the film. And, and who's his mom? mom? Kathy, Kathy Bates, Bates plays his mom. And who's the bully, Mike? Ooh, the bully, James Vanderbeek. Dawson. 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 Also, um, Mox from Varsity Blues. Oh, Mo- yeah, 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 yeah. He's actually the Another good... big teen movie from the 90s. Right? Another Dude, yeah. we ought to do one on there. Um, dude, dude there, have you heard... Do you remember that soundtrack? I remember Collective Soul was on it. Ah, uh, that's not all. That's all I remember. Two more real big bands on there. I've seen Give one them of them to me. Who are they? Who are they? Foo Fighters. Ooh, the Foo. Which... Mm-hmm. Is it a... 
Which my, song? It's my hero. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Who's the other one? I think Green Day. I think. Surely. Probably, Surely. yeah. That yeah. was uh, from 1998, I believe. Okay. Anyway, in the middle of 1995, the same year that Clueless came out, Angus also came out. It was about a kid, a little bit rotund, uh, being bullied at school. He's a smart kid. He also plays hell fucking yeah. I don't even care that you interrupted me, Adam. Well, keep talking. He also plays... He also plays... Um, uh, football. football. What, what's his position? He's the center. Yeah, I think so. And he's a good. He's good too, ladies and gentlemen, from the Angus soundtrack. Jason, something something. J A R. Green Day. Fuck yeah, dude. Green Day. Fucking love them. Fuck yeah, dude. Dude, fucking love, dude. I, God damn it, they pumped me up so much. Fuck. Yeah, man. Green so, day. Dude, so fucking happy. So, Angus's best friend is Chris Owens, a little redheaded twerp. And, yeah, uh, little tiny guy should not be playing football, but does in the movie. He's trying to win Green Day tickets by listening to the radio and calling in to the station. Absolutely. Remember when you used to do that, ladies and gentlemen? Listen for the song, listen for the sound, call in to win whatever they're giving away. Yeah, man. And the song that they actually played was this one, J-A-R. Jason Andrew Relva. I think it's only on the Angus soundtrack, too. This song did not appear on Dookie or Insomniac, the no, two albums released around the time of this movie. It's like a second bridge here. Crank it back up. I was going to fade it down. Fucking right. awesome, man. I love that song. Love that song. Green Day... Um, e- one of the easiest bands in the world to get into. So many fucking great songs. Inc- I mean, seriously, seriously. So I've only seen this movie twice, um, and that includes the other day when we watched it. But I owned the soundtrack because I was uh, I was in my first semester of college in Idaho, and I went into this like uh, used music store. And I, I found the CD for like a dollar or something super cheap like that. And it had two of my favorite bands on it. So I bought it right away and uh, was very pleased with it. Shit this yeah, next dude. track 
is Ash with Jack Names the Planet. Love this song, dude. Fuck yeah. This point is very important about yeah. uh, the name of your son. Because yeah, we were right. very surprised that you called it uh, Jack Names the Planet and not Jack Names the Planet New Venom. Because that's a good name for a planet. The center of the universe is planet New Venom. So great, dude. Fucking, oh, I love this fucking song, dude. I love how distorted it is. Like it, it's kind of like the way they produced this is really. It's like distortion on everything. Yeah, man. I mean, I wouldn't like to listen to every rock song like this, but when I want to hear something like that, I listen to this shit. Alternative rock, mid '90s. Ash was a Northern Irish band, and it says they've been active since 1989. Uh, Still yeah, going. they they are. And if you listen to this song and listen to other songs, like the, some of their other stuff, is completely different. Oh yeah, it's like super super heavy, super duper heavy. Not as uh, not as poppy, light poppy as this one. All right, thank you, Ash. Yeah, Jack dude. names the planet. Track the two on Fuck the yeah, soundtrack. Fuck yes. We're love, going in the uh, love this shit. The CD soundtrack order. They might not appear in the same order as they do in the film. I know that that Green Day song was a bit later. Might, yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, totally. All right, here is Dance Hall Crashers with Enough. Oh, I like this band.
ska punk band formed in 1989 from Berkeley, California. Matt Freeman and Tim Armstrong are former members of this band. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Uh, those are two dudes from uh, the band Rancid, ladies and gentlemen. Rancid. Also, oh, yeah, because they're from that area. Yeah, yeah, Berkeley, yeah. Southern California. Also, uh, I believe we talked about this when we played Dancehall Crashers on our uh, short music for yeah, short people. Yeah, yeah, I really liked their song, the best harmonies on the on the album. The singer dated Mark Hoppus from Blink-182. Oh, no way. Huh. I guess we'll we'll hear this course. Alright. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's uh that nineties ska revival stuff. Uh-huh. It's it's good. It, yeah, you know, you know. It's pretty good. It's 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 okay. It's okay. How about some kung fu? Yeah, dude. Whoa. Those uh 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 oh sound like so much punk from this time. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very Fountains of Wayne thing. Which, you know, they they obviously got that somewhere else. Yeah. Makes me think of uh, this band I listened to called MI6. Yeah. They had a they had a lot of that. This is Ash again? This is Ash again. Yeah, yeah. Same Just same kind that. of production style. Super fuzzy. Kung Fu by Ash. Yeah, that's pretty that's pretty rocking, man. Yeah, that was good. that was good. Yeah, it's awesome. Powerful. Okay, here's a band called The Riverdales with Back to oh, You. Oh yeah, I, l- I like this song a lot. It's very simple.
dude, it's so simple. I just fucking love it, man. Yeah, you know who sings this? No. Ben Weasel from Screeching Weasel. Oh, shit. Dude, yeah. Wow. That is him. Ladies and gentlemen, the simplest guitar solo in the world. Perfect, dude. You don't need any more. So yeah, this is a uh, this band is mostly made up of Screeching Weasel members, and they wanted to do kind of Ramones kind of band. So yeah, the Riverdale. There is another band on this soundtrack that um, has a very heavy Ramones influence, but you wouldn't know it by the sound of the band. But the uh, the main songwriter, um, huge, huge Ramones fan. Fucking Ramones, dude. We, we, we should do an episode dedicated to them, too, even though they're a band from the uh, late 70s. I would, I would fully be down for that. I love like, the Ramones. I mean, awesome. dude, the fucking Ramones. Remember, there there is a point in this show where we went on and on and on and on about the Beatles. Mm, um, yeah. I could say the same fucking thing about the Ramones. Some people might think, nah, they're too simple. Ah, Johnny can't sing. They all sound the same. I don't know, dude. Like, the same way I feel about ACDC. How, yes. Like, how they just fucking, their whole catalog fucking rocks because they have their own style. Boogie they down. Own, they own all night it. long. Own it. The fucking Ramones, same thing, dude. Same thing. I mean... It's just like some of those songs are so infectious. Like I remember the first time I heard Rockaway Beach um, or Cretan Hop. Uh-huh. Uh, um, oh, my God. I just couldn't get them out of my fucking head. Uh, what, what's another one? Uh, you know, I'm my my favorite is Bonzo Goes to Bitburg. You know I, that one? I don't even know if I've it's heard that It's on School one. of Rock. It's at a really like, you know, kind of montage point of the movie. Really? Yeah. Bonzo oh. goes to Bitburg. Check it out. That's cool, man. I think I think my favorite is Cretan Hop or um See, I don't know that one. Cretan Hop is um remember the the movie SLC Punk? I have not seen it. Oh man. Yeah. It's a great movie. It's been uh, on my list, you know. Cretan oh, fucking dude, yeah. the, the Ramones. Look Holy out shit. for Ramones show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my what? god. 1990 what presents the Ramones? 19 what? <laughs> Um. All right, here I'll be it. Here are the smoking posts. <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? This is you and me. That's an awesome band name. We're the smoking posts. I like the crooning vocals. Trying to find 
Yeah, I kind of like it's kind. It's weird, but I do like this. Smoking Popes are three brothers from Chicago. Matt, Josh, and Eli Caterer. Dude, that is catchy. It's very catchy. I love this. Yeah. That is fun. Have you ever heard Dean Martin's cover of this? No. That's a joke. Oh. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, man. That's great. Dean Martin's on my mind because I watched a movie last night called Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Oh, yeah. And there's a Dean Martin song. Dude, um, head. did you did you see the photos of the Rat Pack at Grimaldi's when you were there? Uh, yeah, across from where I was sitting. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Speaking of Dean and the boys, old Dino. Dude, I love that Smoking Pope song. That's awesome. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Did we say the name of the song? That is called Mrs. You and Me. Oh, okay. Well, here we go. Buckle up. Oh shit. Probably my favorite Weezer song. Oh really? Yeah. Number one. Probably, yeah. Had gummit. Good choice. So much rock. Yeah, dude. I love this right here. Yeah, dude. Oh my gosh, there's nothing like guitar driven rock music. Uh, especially then. Yeah, I believe I had already heard this song because of Napster 
played through my Winamp program on my old family computer, but um, I did not have it on CD until I bought this soundtrack. And uh, yeah, man, you know, highly necessary. Yeah, addition. It's either between that song or Photograph. Oh, really? Dude, yeah, I really, really, I really, album. I really like the song, song Photograph, and I and I also that's, my, that's probably my favorite Green Album song. That's not I, a single. I still really do like Hash Pipe, though. I thought that that was a great, great song. Yeah, yeah. Still think that's a great fucking a song. sordid little tale about a male prostitute. Hash yeah, pipe. yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know what that was. Um, Excellent. I don't know, man. There's a lot of great Weezer songs, actually. There's there are a huge amount, actually, huge. But um, you gave your love to me softly. Definitely one of their. I mean, they've got they've got like I was gonna say one of their. Uh, it, I'll commit to it. It's one of their best, uh, lesser-known songs, non-album tracks. But yeah. there are a lot that I love a lot. So, And that can be found on the deluxe version of Pinkerton. So, yes, uh, yeah. deluxe. Not the regular version, folks. No, sir. Not the regular. And uh, here's a little tease, but we're going to come back to Weezer a little later. Oh, shit. Just say no. Here are the Goo Goo Dolls. This is the song I was talking early, about. Early, early on in the movie. I actually really love this song. This might be my favorite on the soundtrack. It might be, dude. Listen to this pre-chorus, dude. Shit. Growing and growing and growing. Goo Dolls are a really interesting band because, you know, they they did a lot of albums before they started to sound it, it, like this. It, it, you know? it, it took them a while, yeah. I just I think that Johnny Resnick is actually a great, great pop songwriter. Yeah, I think he really is extremely underrated as far as like his ability to write a, a fucking incredible radio pop song. And the way he sings these anthems, he writes. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just like undeniable. His his vocal melodies so in the pocket. I, I even think that the notes he's choosing. Um, 
like you hear the chorus how it goes up like oh, did you hear me fucking not even hit that no, shit that was, that was right on no it wasn't yeah. uh, it was horrible if we go back and listen to it it's embarrassing um, but dude but the, what I love about that song um, f- just um, like you know like I know a lot of people give him shit about his open tunings it's easier to play but, but the thing is oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the thing is he kind of really did his own thing with it I mean he really did like like you can't play the name riff just like that on the record unless you have yeah. that tuning yeah you cannot do it in standard tuning so a lot of people try and learn the song name and they can't fucking play it it's like well because you have to have that open tuning well the intro to that song is this open d kind of thing that is you know kind of going through this thing and then it, and then it goes into the power chords and it's just like it, it comes down, you know, which is that typical, you know, 90s rock thing, the loud, quiet, loud thing, mm, yeah. dynamic that apparently came from Nirvana, but, you know, Kurt kind of took that from the Pixies. Um, uh, and, um, but like, that song, to me, that is an incredibly well-written pop song. I mean, it's just, like, infectious. I mean, the chorus comes in, it's just, like, you know, right, right. The pre-chorus is so well produced. The du- you know, the vocals are double tracked to give it a little bit more thickness. And then, when the chorus comes in, they go to that high note. The, the 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 whoever's doing backing vocals stays with it while Johnny, con- you know, you know, yeah. c- continues on with the uh, um, the counter melody. Um, the bassist. And like, oh, dude, that song. I, m- I remember when I heard that, I was like, holy shit, this is fucking good. And I've listened to it like. I think I listened to it like four times today and was like, dude, this is, this is great. This is really, really good. Uh, but I can't find another song like it in their later. Are you very familiar with Dizzy Up the Girl, the album? A little bit. Um, you should check that album out because all the songs that Johnny writes and sings are, um, well, maybe not anthems like that but there's a lot of them on there and um every one of those songs could have been a single and then there's the robbie songs which are really just they're they're good but they're they're not like that it's a different style and it's very different feeling with his voice than you get with the johnny song Mm -hmm. but um dizzy up the girl was you know one of my favorite records i had and uh it's it's weird because there's that dichotomy between the the Johnny and the Robbie songs, but it's a great record still. Mm-hmm. And that song, you know, um, it's got Iris and Slide, and it's got uh, Black Balloon, which are all huge singles. And I see, yeah, yeah. I don't really like. I do, I do like Iris. I think Iris is a great song. Yeah. Slide. I don't really like Slide. It's kind of cheesy to me. Yeah, it's cheesy. It's cheesy. But but I mean like again like if he had showed me that like if I was in the band and he showed me that song I'd be like dude that I don't like it but it's it's gonna be a single. Oh yeah. That's that is a hit. Thank you for writing it even though I think it sucks. Thanks for writing. <laughs> we we just made another probably 1.5 million each because of that song. And that's ain't that unusual by the Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah, that's Excellent. that's one of my favorites on on the record. Yeah, they they definitely you know. Made me spend that dollar. (laughs) Here are the muffs with funny face. This is also one of my favorites. (laughs) 
such a chaotic ballad. Vocals are pretty wild. Yeah, dude. The Muffs are an interesting band. Also, they were also on the Clueless soundtrack. They were the opening oh, yeah. band for the, for the opening credits. Kids in America. They're formed in Southern California in 1991. Dude, imagine that, dude. Like being in that area and being like, dude, let's start a band. Things are changing. Have you heard the new Nirvana record? It was a good thing to do in those days. Start a band in Southern California. Yes, it was. Don't don't be weird about Southern California, Mike. Oh, I won't. I'm disappointed with the state of Los Angeles right now. Yeah, good. It's it's really, um, it's kind of a disgrace. There's a lot of, oh man, it's just. I don't know. It's a bummer. I hate, but uh, you know, could, I could be wrong. You know, I, I have a bunch of friends there. I should probably ask them. Like, hey, is it true? Are there homeless people like literally everywhere now? Oh, that's sad. Yeah, this sucks. Uh, I should mention that uh, the singer of the Muffs that we just heard, she unfortunately passed away last year. Um, oh yeah, the Muffs are no more. But Funny Face, great song on the Angus yeah. soundtrack. Yeah. Um. Yeah, really, really like that song. Um, that song can also be heard on their album Blonder and Blonder. Yeah, again, uh, also Kids in America on the Clueless soundtrack. Check that song out. That's really catchy too. It rocks. White frame homes to live and leave. Nothing to gain. Your colorless divinities can scarcely like the way. White frame lights and celibate rows, they swell and melt together. Let's see that guy. Fat records, right? Yeah, dude. Tilt. This is White Houses from Tilt. I like this song too. It's an interesting song. But any guesses as to where this band formed? Orange County. Yeah. Seriously? It says Southern County, uh, Southern California, 1992. Oh, okay. So that that could be San Diego, Los Angeles. Uh, Hermosa Beach, Ventura, Fountain Valley. I'm just making stuff. Fountain, up. <laughs> Fountain Valley. <laughs> I have not heard of that, Adam. I have not heard of that. Um, <laughs> yeah, Tilt, pretty cool. Um, Fat Records. Well, you know that would be cool if when we did the Fat Records episode, any bands or any songs that were 
nearly as good as any of these songs actually played instead of the shit that we heard. Dude, we heard a lot of good songs. Dude, that, no, I was so disappointed. Go back and listen to those episodes. Dude, no, a better I was so fucking disappointed <laughs> with the Fat Records one. I really was. It was two episodes, actually, and they were both full of great music. Dude, no. And it we ended on The Decline. We played the entire... That's We should have just played decline. The Decline and nothing the fuck else. And maybe some No Use for a Name. Oh, absolutely. And, like, you know, a little bit of no effects, a couple of, like, Pennywise, you know, may- maybe a couple of Propagandi, but, like, some of that other shit, like, no. No, fat, it's like Fat Mike was like, let me try and find the most mediocre, boring bullshit that I can find in the streets of L.A. and all these other California towns, these these bands that, that don't have the balls to go and tour on the East Coast because they're going to get the shit kicked out of them. By bands like Sick of It All or the Dropkick Murphys. Mike, who hurt you? That fucking episode did. No. All those bullshit... You can keep bragging on Fat Records. Man, fuck Fat, fuck fat so Records, now, no This is Pansy Division. The bottom of despair Hormones raging Going crazy there another boy who cares deep water pulling me down deep water afraid i'll drown i fucking hate this yeah. this is I fucking terrible who is this Pansy division that's so far away from here sounds like a band uh schools mark maron would really like at home i failed a life of pain and fear Deep water pulling me down. Deep water afraid I'll drown. Well, uh, not our favorite. No, this this fucking sucks. But I do know uh, Pansy Division was a big LGBT band in the uh, early '90s and furthered the cause. You know. They were on Lookout Records, you know, Green Day and Lookout, yeah. Um, cool. Well, that was fucking awful. I'm in a horrible mood now. Oh, I'm sorry, Mike. That's okay. We've got, actually, we've just got one more song on the soundtrack. What? Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. I mean. Are you, r- really? I'm There's sorry. only one more? There's one more song on the soundtrack. It's Love Spit Love and it's Am I Wrong. Wait a second. No, 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 no. There's one other song that should be on here that isn't. What's that? I'll tell you after. It plays in the movie? Yeah. Not good enough for the CD? That's a... There must be a mistake. Worse than the Panty Division? Wait, is not this? No, uh... No, no, no. Whatever no, it, Oh, yeah. This is the opener. Of the movie. Yeah, this should have been track one. I can't stay in this place 
Love Spit Love features Richard Butler from the Psychedelic Furs, British New Wave band. Yeah, it sounds a little 80s. I actually kind of like this. That's a very nice sounding song. That's a very soothing song, Adam. But do you know what song is even more soothing than that? What's that, Mike? The next song. The next song. This is one of the. the I this I the really. Of the soundtrack. What? Just, I, I, there must be a mistake. This song. I I really love this song. We have played this before. This is the um, this is the scene in which Angus gets to dance with with the woman.
I, I can't get over the uh, the massive oversight that they didn't put the song on the CD. That is it not actually on the to. CD? It's not. I checked, double checked the track listing. And uh, how could they not include the song that they know. actually this, this danced is, it's to? It's like the pivotal moment of the movie. And it's, it's a great song too. I mean, it was a big hit too. The um, it's very haunting. Um, and yeah. and the thing, have you ever seen what the lead singer looks like? No. She. She looks like how you might think with with a voice like this. She's, you know, she's got really long brunette hair. Her eyes are very big. She's got big eyes, and she's really. She's kind of thin, not too thin, but I don't know. She's there's something very hypnotic about it. Yeah, this is kind of hypnotic. I re- I like it. I, um, I've, I've always really liked it. Yeah, it's very song. good. And Jake, when we were watching the movie, mentioned that it sounded like uh, Bob Dylan knocking on heaven's door, and I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you know, kind of that. Yeah, just a little bit. I actually really like Knocking on Heaven's Door, too. That's a great song. Well, that was a... Uh, I can't believe they didn't put that on the CD. What's wrong with that? I don't know. Yeah, I love that song. Mazzy Star. I was looking at the IMDb credits for the soundtrack, and there's actually uh, there's a couple more songs that didn't make it. Um, some of them, you know, just because they were used in the movie but not really, like, with the same feel, like Hot, Hot, Hot by Buster Poindexter, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, there was another song by um, the ri- uh, what's the river? no the Smoking Popes I believe, and yeah there there was a song by Sun Sixty which I couldn't find on Apple so Apple Music but yeah they didn't they didn't include them all and they actually asked Weezer to write a song for this movie mm-hmm. and they did. And they uh, they rejected it because it was too, too close to the movie, I guess, too, like, based on it. Mm-hmm. And that song is called Wanda. And uh, let's listen to that. I, I did. I remember reading that story. And Rivers was, like, really upset about that. He was like, oh, dude, I've worked, like, really fucking hard on this. Oh, hey, there's Matthew Starr again. This is Rivers Cuomo from his alone home demo recordings. What's wrong with me? I'm kind of funny. I'm not a dummy, but I'm all alone. Nobody sees me. No one talks to me. Unless they're laughing, laughing at me, except for her, she was my true friend, dancing So lucky 
Wanda, the uh, the song that they uh, that Rivers wrote based on the movie Angus. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't like it as much as. Uh, oh, it's no. You gave your love to me. Soft. No, no, no. I, I'm sorry, but if I, I'd be like, uh, dude, Rivers, this is come on. Number us, one, it, it, it is rocks. it is too literal and it's lame. So you know, take your sentimental bullshit uh, and shove it up your depressing ass, and give us another Buddy Holly, mm-hmm. or we will. We will just forget about you. You want to know why? Because I, I, there's a band called Eve Six that just got together a few weeks ago, and their shit is pretty good. So we'll put them on the soundtrack if you don't want to. Or there's always Oasis. Mm. They're the biggest band in the world right now. We yeah, can call good, them. Good luck getting them. It's true. I don't think that the I don't want to put a song in your piddly little. <laughs> no, I think it would have been very difficult <laughs> for, for them to get away. water. For them to get away. Teen Oasis. comedy. Come on. No, no, they would not have done. Yeah, that. I mean, there's. I, I kind of like that song because it's interesting instrumentation. It's very different from anything else you would have heard at the time. And uh, that was one hell of a demo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd like to hear the full band version. Yeah, that was a demo for sure. It was a demo, Mike. Yeah, that was totally imperfect. I assure you, it was a demo. Yeah, that was some garage band. This is shit. not really up for debate. It was a demo. Uh, that was like, um, this is the roughest draft that I've got. <laughs> it's rough as hell. You will not like it because it's pretty fucking rough. 
But yeah. Um, Angus, great Angus. movie. I really love the movie. Really love the soundtrack. Um, it's fun. It's it's. That's it's true. That's those, true. Angus's uh, mom drives a truck. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a, that's a good job, dude. You like truck drivers. You do it for long enough, you you will make a lot of money. Sure, why not? And she like probably stays home for like three months out of the year. And his grandpa is George C. Scott. Yeah, he, he was General Patton. Yeah, Dude and was Scrooge during World War Two. But yeah, uh, just one of those quirky, offbeat teen comedies. It didn't get. I mean, it opened. I think it opened up at number eight at the box office the week it, it debuted. <laughs> but so it wasn't like you know one of the biggest movies of the 90s but cool little movie funny yeah. uh good messages and yeah. great soundtrack so yeah yeah awesome that's it maybe maybe we'll do an episode on clueless that would be really fun that's got a lot of great songs on there and it's a it's a great movie what's another one the the um the i know what you did last summer movies mm. Those are definitely 90s with um, probably my favorite 90s actress, Jennifer Love Hewitt. I wonder if the microphone's picking up my dog snoring. Oh, shit, she is. She's snoring her head off. Crazy. Anyway. Yeah, man. Um, Take us home, Mike. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, that's a short episode tonight. Uh, not not a long not a long one, not a lot of songs um, to the point. Um, I don't know, man. I, I really don't know what much else to say. Uh, things have been pretty good. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I, ho- I hope that you are remaining safe, but man, be careful with how much news you watch. Uh, really, I don't know. Like it, it's a difficult thing to try and, um, you know, spend your life being cautious, uh, you know, w- without, you might not realize you, you might be teetering on, being too cautious, you know, as they say, you know, too much worry and stress, man, it has adverse effects on your body. Did you know that there are some uh, physicians that do believe that um, if you take too much of a precaution in your life and you are too fearful and too, you know, if you start really trying to protect yourself at all costs, um, so something might happen where, where your body will actually shut down po- portions of your immune system and it will it will not work almost as if you're kind of telling your body uh, it's kind of, it's it, like your body's it, doing reverse psychology on you yeah 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 you can i mean obviously they they say that stress is a killer right or or the people that like they worry themselves to death you know that that you know, that phrase comes from right you know like where do you think that phrase comes from it's because like you you think about cancer long enough, if you convince yourself you have it, dude, your body will create. I mean, it, it's the same thing with like trying to achieve something great, you know. Like people people that want to do something great, they say like you envision it, right? See it, see it. Now nothing replaces hard work. You have got to do the work. There will never be anything that replaces that. But you also have to see it, because if you see something, you're working towards it. You know, even the positive things. You you can manifest great things in your in your life. Now it's not magic. I, I I hate those fucking people that say like you just gotta have a positive. No, no, that's not all. You've got to you've got to try and hold on to that for dear life. That's great. But but man, that's like maybe thirty percent. 
But seven, you know, seventy uh, percent is the work that you do. So you know, like, yeah, stay healthy, take your vitamins, do breathing exercises, do cardio, do all that stuff. But man, do do not let yourself be fooled, or 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 pushed into a state of fear that you do not need to be in. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't be foolish. But my God, do not waste away in fear, needless fear. You should never, ever be afraid. To, you, you, you should not be too afraid to, to just live. People, something is going to kill you one day. Something is. So, I mean, don't let that shit get you down. If you let it get, get you down, that you, you understand, like, the news is always going to have this control over you. You understand that, right? Even if the world goes back to normal, your world will have completely changed because you'll be totally plugged in all the time. And it won't matter whether the world all of a sudden does go back to what we knew as normal. You will be in a state of fear. You will have created a new, terrible reality for yourself. Don't do that to yourself. Don't do that. Be, be very careful, folks. It's very important that you love each other and that you, you, know, you hold on to goodness. Don't, don't be scared, folks. Don't be foolish, but by God, do not be scared. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been a fantastic night. And from 1990, what? Good night. We bid you good night.